Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. T, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> it's the 100th episode. What? <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> and podcast over. <laughs> I mean, what's crazy is like, We've known this episode is coming for mm-hmm. a long time. And in, in my head, I really built it up as, like, it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Because based on, like, the IMDBing and stuff, it's, like, we know that a lot of characters are coming back. Yeah. And so I was, like, excited to see, like, what sorts of, ma- like, machinations they were going to, like, perform yeah. story-wise to, like, bring these people, like, into it. Uh-huh. And, like, spoiler alert... Literally nothing consequential to no. narrative or storyline or plot no. happens in this episode. Nothing. Which I think, though, when I think about it, like, was probably purposely done, right? Because, I mean, the title of this episode, 512, is 100. Mm-hmm. So even, like, at the meta level, like, the show is basically saying, this has no narrative bearing on anything. It's just the 100th episode. Yeah. Like, and so, and yet they were able to, like, pepper in stories but they just didn't have anything to do with like the larger arc of season five like whatsoever um so let's get into it all right (laughs) episode 512 100 the amazon prime spoily for this episode which is so ridiculous when i read it you're gonna laugh mary sneaks back to glen oak and eric is right on her tail there was a camera right now you see me rolling my eyes what the hell kind of spoily is that like it's not it's barely a synopsis (laughs) like no it's ridiculous Mm. okay so the episode opens with eric and annie in the bedroom Mm -hmm. eric is working on a sermon and annie's like folding laundry or whatever as always as always And um, she's making it obvious that she wants Eric out of the house. She's like, she's like, oh, don't you want to go work on your sermon at the office? Like, Mm -hmm. don't you do your best work there or whatever? Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll go or whatever. Like, he's like, all right, if it means that much to you. She makes up some shit about like she needs to clean the house and it's easier if he's out of the house to do it or Mm -hmm. whatever. And he's like, okay. Um, but not before he calls Mary, because I guess he was going to call Mary anyway. Yeah. And so he wants to call Mary, and when he does... Hello? Hey, George. Uh, may I uh, talk with Mary? It's, it's Eric. Mary took off. She's catching a plane back to Glen Oak, didn't you know? Who was on the phone? Eric. Did you tell him about Mary? Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. So did you talk to Mary? Mary's run away. From home? To home. (laughs) It's like so dramatic. Ruth runs into the room. Did you tell him about Mary? You shouldn't have done that. Like, really? What the hell happened? I mean, it's a pretty great moment, though, because really, you're like, oh, shit. Like, what did happen? Yeah. But that coupled with, like, Annie's obvious like get him out of the house thing Mm -hmm. like makes it painfully obvious that like something's going on here that like it's such it's so clearly a misdirect from all directions like it's ridiculous um so oh and then he's about to leave the house and like robbie comes in yeah and he's like he's like where were you and he like he like eric jumps down robbie's throat about like were you at the airport? Were you gonna go see Mary? Like, what did you, and Robbie's like, I just went to get coffee with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, all like, you know, like, what? Well, I didn't do anything wrong. Um, so, uh, oh, and then we also find out that Eric was supposed to take Mrs. Bink somewhere, um, but Annie gets Simon and Matt to do that. Yeah. So, like, basically, like, frees Eric's schedule up to just, like, leave and go to the office or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Annie then like get, gathers all the kids and is like, okay, so your father's out of the house. You guys all have to do some extra stuff now. But like the plan is still on, like it's happening or whatever. And it's like from that moment on, I was just like, it's obviously his fucking birthday. Like it's so obvious <laughs> because it's not their anniversary, yeah. right? Because like he would know their anniversary or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like like it, it obviously had to be something about Eric that would be something Eric would forget about. You know what yeah. I mean? And it couldn't be anything other than that. <laughs> like, it's, it's true. so obvious. Um, I will say that I had a hard time recognizing George in that scene. It was a weird moment. I was like, is that really the same kid? <laughs> he has grown up so much. And he got rid of that ugly hairdo that he had in season I don't know yeah, what. the dreads are gone. Now he's blonde. Yeah, he's got these, like, frosted tips or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'm like, uh... <laughs> Okay. And, like, he was a cute kid. He's not a cute teenager. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to speak ill of anyone, but, like, he just didn't grow up very cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a hard time recognizing him. I yeah. was like, who is this kid? And I mean, thankfully, Eric says George right right away. I know, but I, I didn't even think it was the same actor. Oh, really? No, for, it definitely is. For a quick second, I was like, wait, who is this kid? <laughs> but, um, but I think my favorite part was the second phone call. Whenever he calls uh, oh, the colonel's oh, house, yeah, you mean, <laughs> you mean after he's called multiple times, yeah, and he and Ruth and George are like ignoring the phone, like, yeah, because they because they refuse to like engage in any of this. But then George, like, but then like the phone rings and like George picks it up for whatever reason. George, mom, hello. Hola. George. George no está aquí. George, is that you? George no está aquí. Mary no está aquí. El gato y el mano están debajo de la mesa. I'm dying. <laughs> what did you say? Mary isn't here. The cat and the monkey are under the table. Sorry, that's all I could remember from Spanish class. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best part. I think it was the best part of this entire episode. I, I have to agree with you. It's so funny. <laughs> the cat and the monkey are under the table? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's the only thing I remember from Spanish class. <laughs> and Ruth is like, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, so, like, basically, Eric's whole mission this whole episode is, like, figuring out what's happened to Mary or, like, yeah. why she's coming or whatever. Meanwhile, the rest of the world... <laughs> Is like ticking along without him. So yeah. okay, so let's talk about the. I think it's three storylines that are happening in this episode that have nothing to do with anything else. Yeah, Annie, and then Lucy. Yes. Uh, and then John. John is still happening here, isn't he? I'm like John is still happening here. I mean, we know that he's going to be living with Priscilla. Oh yeah, you might be right. You know what? It'll come to... Oh, and Mrs. Bink. Yeah, Mrs. That's, Bink. You're right. Okay, it's Mrs. Bink. Mrs. Bink, Lucy and Mike, and Ruthie and Annie's whole deal. Yeah. Okay. So, which one should we tackle first? Uh, Annie? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. so. You read my mind. Okay. okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I have something in my throat. I'm just going to take a sip of water. Had Tea, little, pad for time. Got a little tickle in your throat. Mmm. Yeah, it's really bad, you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm back. So, okay. I don't know what the hell Ruthie's doing, but she, like, opens the door. Oh, because the doorbell rings, Yeah, right? well, she was sent downstairs to clean up the living room, which, of course, she's not. Yeah, she's being a real brat about it. Like, she just wants to watch cartoons all day mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the doorbell rings, and she opens the door, and there's a baby sitting there on mm-hmm. their doorstep. What did you think about this baby the minute you saw it? <laughs> did you re- did you realize who it was immediately? I thought, is it their baby for a quick second? I was like, but we haven't seen them in a while. Why would they bring them back? I did not think that at all. I was completely clueless about it. Did you think it was Annie's like triplets and she had no idea no, she had triplets? I, le- <laughs> I, legit, I, I, I legit was just like, oh, okay. So in this random episode, we're just going to get a random baby on the doorstep story. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't think that they would tie it in with like any larger, you yeah. know, like thing that we may have known about. Like I was just like, oh, this is that now we're going to deal with this, this yeah. episode. Okay. But the shit Robbie says. 
about the baby. Oh my god, it's awful. Like, so, so, like, so Ruthie takes this baby in and is like hiding it the whole time. Yeah, she wants to keep it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like how how they kept Happy. Well, or like the cat. Or the cat. Yeah, she just when wants to keep the baby. Can I keep it? Yeah. And then finally, Annie like finds out about it. And she's like, whose baby is this? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening? And then when Robbie comes in, he goes, oh, yeah, that's Johnny and Frankie's baby. I'd recognize that baby's head anyway. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> that's mean. That's a bit harsh, Robbie. But so, and then, and then as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, of course it's Frankie. It's, of course it's Mercy. Like, of course, you know. And of course, that's that, that's gonna be the drama of this episode. Like, so <clears throat> Ruthie takes the baby down. Not Ruthie. Annie takes the baby down to Pete's Pizza, mm-hmm. um, looking for Johnny and Frankie, and she finds Pete instead. Yep. And Pete, and then she basically tells Pete like what happened. And Pete, like, shuts down his pizza place, like, kicks everybody out because now it's, like, a family thing that needs to happen or whatever. Yeah. And, like, Pete basically tells Annie, like, oh, yeah, they've been having some trouble. Frankie left. And I well, guess... Well, he thought Frankie has the flu. Well, no, but af- but he says that, and then after he's kicked everybody out, he goes, Frankie doesn't have the flu. She left. Yeah. So... um. And then they call Johnny down. So mm-hmm. Johnny's in this episode. And he's like, and they confront him and he's like, you don't know my life. And he like runs out of the pizza place or whatever. Yeah. And then like Annie tracks him down and they talk and Johnny gives her this song and dance about how I have like anger issues, but I swear I've never hit anyone. But like, it got to the point where I was like, I couldn't trust myself or what I would do. Then Frankie left and I didn't know what to do with this baby and my parents aren't in my life and they've never met the baby and I didn't want to go to them but I knew I could come to you guys because like you guys know me and my past. Like, just a load of crap. Yeah. Basically. I don't, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but, like, that's the gist. It is the gist, but the best is how Annie fucking takes care of everything. Yeah, she goes, she goes I've already called your parents. They want to meet the baby. I was <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah, it's it's so stupid. Like, literally just padding for time in this yeah, episode. Like, basically. Literally just padding for time. Oh, well, you should try talking to them again, because I already called them. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, of course you took care of everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks right. so much. Okay, you wrapped up their story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like never gonna see Frankie and Johnny ever again. Exactly. Probably. Like, all right, we didn't care, and now we know, and moving on. Um, okay, and then we've got um, Simon and Matt with yeah. Mrs. Bank. I miss Mrs. Big. I was so happy to see her again. And hearing her speak. Fucking A. And not just because, like, Mrs. Bink's a badass, but because of what she says when Matt and Simon, like, drop her off. Mm-hmm. We're not leaving until you tell us why you're here. I got a date. You're dating someone in the hospital? <sighs> what do you think women my age meet men? The gym? Now get out of here, kids. You're killing my action. <laughs> She's such a badass. I got a date. <laughs> the gym. <laughs> She's so cute. Oh, I love her so much. Whatever happened to her friend? You know the one? Isn't it Mrs. Hinkle? Yes, yes. I, I hope we see her again. I want to just see them two on screen I, together. I know. They're like, that chemistry is unreal. <laughs> like, they're so great together. Um, so, so then, like, she goes away, but, like, Matt and Simon both know that they can't just leave her here. Yeah. Because, like, they know she's lying or whatever. So they, like, hang out, and then they find out that she went to radiology. Mm-hmm. And so they track her down, and, like, Matt goes in. And Mrs. Bink finally comes clean or whatever and says, like, she came in for a mammogram. Mm-hmm. Like, once a month, they do them for free at the hospital or whatever. Yeah. So, is the implication that she comes once a month to do a mammogram? No, no. Okay. She, she, she does this every year, and she always says, like, Eric pretends he doesn't know what it's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And it's the only weekend, whatever. It's that one Saturday out of the month that they do it for free, right? So, so that's why she, so she comes in. and does it. And then, and then, and then we cut to like Simon's outside talking to a nurse, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, so that's what mammography is." <laughs> like, like, are we are we taking a moment to like have a PS, PSA about like ma- like mammograms? Like, right. what is this? It's right. so weird. Doesn't he say like "ouch" or something? Yeah. Yeah. And I think even the nurse at some point is like, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, whatever. I've never had a mammogram. I understand that they can be painful mm. because it's like kind of annoying or whatever. But like, why did they, like, why is this the episode where this needs to happen? Like, I again, don't know. like, it's useless, useless information that leads nowhere and for no reason other than like, Again, padding for time. Like, everyone's got to have something to do in this episode, so yeah. that's what they're doing. I think the only part that was... An, another part that was funny with uh, Bink and Air, uh, Matt was whenever they were playing cards. Oh, yeah. I was getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, not at all. That's perfect. Like, like, so she Bink starts freaking out because she's like, they asked me to stay. Mm-hmm. And they never ask you to stay. They usually yeah. just, like, do it and send me off. And so she's, like, worried about what that means, that they asked her to stay. And so Matt's going to stay with her and, like, keep her company and stuff. And cut to, like, she's, like, they're playing cards. And he's, like, he's like I keep losing. And she's, like, yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to play for money. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. The best. Um and then the doctor comes in, and great doctor bit, by the way. Like, yeah. whoever they hired to be this doctor, like, classic doctor. Like, he walks in holding some x-rays. He stands in the room. He's looking at the x-rays in the light. He flips them over a couple times. Yeah. And then he just, like, without even looking at her, is like, you're fine. You can go home. And, like, was about to walk out. Yeah. And Matt's like, uh, hold it, buddy. You've kept us waiting here for hours. Like, mm-hmm. you, you don't just get to, like, come in and go, you're fine, and leave. Like, Tell her something like you know, like why why have we we've been waiting forever or whatever. Yeah, but even that goes nowhere because nope. it's not like she got diagnosed. And even if she did, we wouldn't know because we never pick up on that storyline ever again. Nope. Like nothing. That's it. <laughs> that's literally all that happens. That's that story. Yeah. Um, and then okay, so then we have Lucy and Mike. Yeah. This is a little meatier, and we and I think we finally have closed the book. On, on Mike's story, like yeah. all the all the stuff that like, because in every episode since Mike has been introduced, it's like the suicide attempt, the suicide attempt, mm-hmm. and finally, I think it's all it all sort of comes to the surface here. And I'm gonna play the clip. Well, okay, no, let's first talk about it. Okay, so so Mike wants Lucy to essentially babysit his mom for a few hours Mm -hmm. because the neighbor can't do it and he can't leave her alone because of the catatonic state she's been in since the dad died. And so Lucy's want, Lucy's going to do it. And she even goes to Eric for a minute and like asks for advice. Like, how do I deal with someone like this? Like she won't talk to me, you know, whatever. And Eric's only thing is like, just treat her like a person. Like, that's all she wants. Like, and it's harder than it looks or than it sounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just, like, just be normal about it, whatever. Like, yeah. she'll appreciate that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think Lucy really, like, appreciates that advice and is maybe still a little bit apprehensive, but, like, takes it in stride. Because when she goes over there, yeah. she's really chill and cool. Like, she's like, hey, how are you? I'm good. Oh, you're watching an infomercial. I don't like chicken. Or, you know, like, yeah, she's, yeah. like she's being cool about it. She makes, like, five different kinds of sandwiches Mm -hmm. and just, like, offers them all to Mike's mom and, Mm -hmm. like, she takes one, you know? So it's, like, it's working. It's fine. You know, it's cool. She's doing her best. Um, And then they're sitting there and Mike's mom just, like, opens, like, starts talking out of nowhere. Yeah. And tells Lucy that she wants to, she wants Lucy to tell Mike to sell the house and put her in a home. Yeah. Let the state take care of me. Let him have the money for his education. Yeah. Because she's like, he doesn't need to have me to deal with and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And so then when Mike comes home, Lucy's like, your mom talked to me. Yeah. (laughs) Mike's like, that's great. Oh my God. And Lucy's like, no, she told me to put, she told me to tell you to put her in a home. That's not great. (laughs) Like, you know, and Lucy's like visibly upset. By the way, the shirt she's wearing is so cute. 
I loved Lucy's fashion in this episode. She's wearing a like a it's not a halter, but it's it's like one of those shirts that like has like like the shoulders come mm-hmm. really in, you yeah. know? Yeah. But then it's not a halter bag. And it's like it looked like it was knit. Yeah. You know, like it a, does like look a, like, that. like a knit thing. And it's and it's like ugly sweater type pattern, you yeah. know, like with like rows of different mm-hmm. like, you know, stuff. Um but it was just really cute. It was like brown with like blue accents yeah. and stuff. It was a cool shirt. I don't know, I really liked it. Um so anyway, so she tells Mike that and then like Mike like freaks out and then Lucy tells him about when her friend died mm-hmm. like two uh, two seasons ago, yeah. right? Already? It's crazy. Was it two or three seasons? Was it season 2 it happened? Oh, uh, you're right. I think it was season 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's not Marla Sokoloff that dies, is it? No, it's her sister. Yeah, the sister dies. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Lucy tells him that story and how like her guilt, like like ruined her and like she still carries it to this day and mm-hmm. she would do anything to like have her friend tell her like it wasn't her fault, you yeah. know? And basically like telling Mike like I think your mom is just harboring this guilt and like she just wants you to like not have to deal with her anymore kind of thing Mm -hmm. because like she feels guilty and responsible for like your suicide attempt and your dad's death and stuff yeah so this is the clip so i've got this clip of mike talking to his mom Mm -hmm. and it's long yeah (laughs) and it's like belabored but i love it because mike's breath acting dude is out of fucking control. <laughs> it is amazing how much this motherfucker is breathing in this monologue. Okay. Dad did what Dad did. He killed himself. He did it. Not me. Not you. He made the decision and just did it. It wasn't your fault. He had problems, and he chose death as a solution. It was a bad solution. Dad was selfish, and it was wrong. I know this because I was selfish. I was wrong. I tried death myself. I tried to end my life. Me, not you, me. I took the pills. I drank the vodka. I locked the door, and I waited to die. I gave up on life. Me, not you. I failed. I... 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 I thought giving up would be easier than getting over Dad. I was wrong. And it was not in your power to stop me. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. I have free will. I just exercised it in the wrong direction. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Okay. And, and like, literally, this goes on. Uh, like, yeah. I cut it short. Like, this fucking monologue goes on for five minutes. But hold on. I want to ask you, were you watching this on, like, your big screen? Yeah, okay. I really was. Okay. So. I really, like, oh, like, oh, I, like I, I would lie about that. <laughs> yes, I really would. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> oh my god, it's I had, so bad. I had my headphones in. Oh god. And I was, I was at work, and <laughs> I was, I was doing something that I didn't need to focus on my work. Like it was just some like easy action. Yeah. But I swear. <laughs> I heard him. I stopped what I was doing and then looked at my screen. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this kid? Because when it's in your ears like that. Oh my that, God, it's so like, yeah. And I did this thing. And yeah. Like, so, oh my God. I, I, like, I felt like I had some anxiety and yeah. I stopped doing what I was it's, doing. It's literally like the tensest five minutes of television ever. I was like, did he go off for a run and he's winded? What's going on? And, and then it's made worse because he's like crying and he's yeah. like snotty so his voice is like nasally and yeah. shit and it's just like oh my god Mike get yourself together like what is happening there's a part that I cut out because like literally I could not do that to our listeners like 
like it's it's when he goes I I I, and he takes this long Ooh, yes. pause, and then <gasps> yeah. and then goes into the next thing. Like it's the most ridiculous thing. It's insane. Dude. I can't like I'm. It's I mean, so much happens in this monologue. We find out that dad's Mike. Dad's, dad's Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike's dad didn't just die, he killed himself, which yeah. is like a huge revelation. Yeah. We find out that Mike's suicide was like pills and vodka, which mm-hmm. I really didn't know. I didn't know what I thought his suicide was. I but thought it was going to be pills. Did you? Yeah. I did not expect pills. Like, in my mind, I think he tried to hang himself, I think. If I'm mm-hmm. being honest, like, in, my, in the visuals of my mind, like, I think I just always assumed he tried to hang himself. Mm. Um, so like the pill revelation was like pretty like deep for me. I was like, whoa. Um, but it's so undercut by the ridiculous breathing. It's, I mean, it's the worst thing. And they keep cutting to Mary, uh, to Lucy's reactions the whole time. And she's just like, like crying, watching this happen silently. Like it's like, what the fuck? But the culmination of this is really cool because, like, he's he basically says, like, I love you. None of this is your fault. Like, oh, my God. And, like, hugs her. Or, no, and then she goes, so you forgive me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's nothing to forgive. And, like, hugs her. I'm not going to lie, though. Whenever she said, like, you forgive me, I, before he said I was like, there's nothing to forgive. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the line. And then it's I was true. like, thank you. It would have been so, like, obviously it's not a comedy, but, like, if this was a sitcom or whatever, he would have been like, for what? Nothing happened. Like, you know, something, like, to that effect. Yeah. But, like, yeah. And then they hug it out, and it's really cute. And, like, Lucy's reaction to that is, like, she's just, like, smiling slash crying still. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, this sweet moment that she helped, like, make happen, Mm -hmm. you know? Which I think, like, makes her heart feel really good. Yeah. Which she needs that. And I think, like... It's, it's especially poignant given what happens at the end, yes. you know, which we'll talk about. Um, but, like, I just think it all kind of, like, works pretty well for Lucy's mm-hmm. storyline in yeah. that sense. Like, it, it's a pretty cool moment um, if you can get over the hilariously labored breathing. Um, <laughs> it's, like, so bad. Um, but And I knew that, like, I mean, our listeners probably hate us for putting them through that because like I can only imagine like listening to that for as like a minute and a half or however now you know what we went through okay but but I had to keep it I had to put it in because it's like legitimately so funny like I implore all of our listeners to like just watch that full scene and like wait for that long pause and then that extremely deep breath that comes like it's oh god it's gold when he kept saying I I I was like who hurt you okay (laughs) I feels like like he could have said I I I not you 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 yeah, you yeah. Know, like. I thought it was gonna lead to that for a quick second though <laughs> there's nothing to forgive oh my god I know it's oh my god it's hilarious I'm sure they probably thought that they got like they were probably thinking yeah this is gonna go down and like well I'll be honest Jeremy Lelliot's performance saves that scene because because like a lesser actor this would have just been the worst thing ever. But, like, he's a good actor, you can tell. And he's obviously also a stage guy, which we, we know he is. Yeah. But, like, it comes through because of how over-the-top he mm-hmm. is. Like, mm-hmm. like, he's, like, emoting the crap out of this monologue yeah. where he's literally just sitting, talking to nobody. Like, yeah. you know, just... Or not nobody, but, like, the camera's on him, you know? Yeah. And, like, like it, it's just, like, he's... You can tell there's talent there that, like, I think anyone else, this would not have worked in any way I as s- little as it did already. I just wish someone was in the room with me whenever I was doing my work and then, like, I lost focus because I couldn't, because <laughs> of the breathing. I, I was like, should I be paying attention? <laughs> but you know what's funny, too, is, like, moments like that made me wish that we had done this episode as, like, a live commentary. Oh, yeah. Because... Like, if we had watched that together for the first time on air, I mean, this conversation wouldn't even be as measured as it is right now. We would have just, like, had to have paused and, like, lost our minds for five minutes and then come back to the table because, like, 
I did. When I watched it, I lost my mind for five minutes, paused, and then it came back because it was just too good. I'm because yeah, <laughs> he said that I totally did pause. I'm like, what is he looking at? Like, <laughs> I know I paused. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen. I'm just like listening. Yeah, yeah. And then I just hearing him breathe. I was like, what's happening? And I like drop my pen and I look at the screen and I press pause. I'm like, what is he looking at? <laughs> Like, like, what am I missing? All I hear is, <gasps> I, I. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so, so like, that's all the filler shit yeah. that's happening in this episode to basically give all of the characters something to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, oh well, okay. And then on top of all this stuff, so. Now, Robbie has to stay at home with the kids and Ruthie Mm -hmm. because, like, everyone else is out of the house, like, Mm -hmm. doing things, including Annie. So, at some point, Annie calls the house to, like, talk to Robbie and just, like, make sure that, like, everything's cool. And then Robbie delivers a pretty epic fucking monologue. Yeah. Hello? Hi, Robbie. How's it going? Well, Ruthie and I and the twins already went to the store and ran all your errands. The house is clean and looks great. I finished the laundry. The table is set with the good linens, and I ironed everyone's clothes for tonight, including the twin suit and your dress. Your roast is slow cooking in the oven. Smells great. And Sam and David are helping Ruthie with her special project. Then we're going to do the boys' special project. Oh, and Matt called. They found Mrs. Bink, but they can't leave. Lucy also called. She's stuck at Mike's house. I told them both that I could take care of their stuff at the house for tonight so that they could take care of Mrs. Bink and Mike's mom. Wow. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. My favorite part of that is the roses in the oven smells great. (laughs) Gotta give a compliment in there. God, it smells great. And I just love that, like, Robbie irons. Like... (laughs) He's I, like, I ironed everyone's clothes. Everything's taken care of. <laughs> How many hours are in your day? You know, he cleaned the entire house and did everything. They baked a fucking cake because then after that conversation happens, we pan over and they yeah. baked a three-layer fucking cake. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, and decorated it, mind you. Like it's out of this, it's out of control. You know, there's many hands in this house. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, and most of them belong to Robbie, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So, all that's happening, and he was so Robbie was on Mary pickup duty. Yeah. And he, when he realizes he's not going to be able to do that because Mary's plane has been delayed several times, and mm-hmm. now he's stuck at the house. He gives up the ghost. Yeah. Or that's not the right phrase for what I'm trying to say. But he basically, like, quote-unquote ruins the surprise. Yeah. To tell, could call Eric and tell him, like, okay, Mary's coming. You got to go pick her up from the airport. This is her flight information. Mm-hmm. And Eric is, like, still pissed. Mm-hmm. But, like, at least now he knows where to go kind of thing. Because yeah. otherwise he's just been sitting in his office calling Ruth and George all day long yeah. or whatever. George so, that key. <laughs> The cat and the monkey are under the table. (laughs) Um, So he goes to the airport. Mary gets off the plane. Which, like, this it's pretty cool that, like, because Mary's been in several episodes since her goodbye episode. Yeah. But they've always just been on, like, the phone Mm because she's in Buffalo. For once, she's, like, back in person, which is cool. And they're in the airport. and When you can actually go to the airport and wait. Uh, I know. For eight more months in the yeah. timeline of the show. So sad. I know. Let's not get mired in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so Mary gets off the plane. Eric is like there waiting for her. And she's like, what are you doing here? You know? And he's like, we're expecting Robbie. And she goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he goes, well, you're in big trouble. I can't believe you'd run away like that or whatever. And... Mary's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because yeah. <laughs> like, she's like completely caught off guard by all of this like hatred that's coming out of Eric at her. And she finally is just like, I think then she realizes like, oh, he has no clue what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, happy birthday, dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, it's my birthday? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's completely deflated. Yeah. 
And then they have this conversation, which is kind of cute. How do you forget your birthday? <laughs> oh, it's easy. I was insane today. No, completely insane. <laughs> oh, I wish I didn't have to leave so soon. I only have an hour before my return flight leaves. You can't go. You just, you just got here. You have to see the family. My flight was supposed to get in last night, and then it got snowed in and delayed and rerouted, and I just... I have to get back from my class and work. Now I have commitments, and you know, these days I'm keeping my commitments. I love you, Dad. You came all this way just to tell me that. What a great present. That's sweet. They needed that. Kill the music. Well, I know. You have to ignore the music, T. <laughs> I can't, though. I know, it's hard. Because it's, like, loud. Like, it's not yeah. even just, like, this light, like, dull sound. It's, like, fully, yeah. like, playing. Um, but it's a sweet, sweet moment, and they needed that. Yeah. Like, it needed to happen the way it did, in person, face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. cathartic, you know, like, hug it out, all that stuff. They didn't hug it out at the airport when she left. Now they hugged it out this time. That's right. Um, so, it was cool. Um, and then I think that pretty much brings us full circle to the end, right? Yeah. Okay. So Eric comes back to the house after seeing Mary off and, um, the house is like dark, which like never happens. Like that should have been his first clue mm -hmm. because the house is never dark. Have you, you know. realized? Yeah. It was creepy yeah. seeing it dark like that. So he like walks in and then the lights flip. And the whole family is there, and they, like, yell surprise and happy birthday and stuff. And everyone's, like, wearing, like, cool clothes. Again, Lucy's outfit yeah. on a fucking point. She's wearing, like, a sequin top with, like, a little red mini skirt. She looks really good. Um, and they all say happy birthday and, like, you know, like, oh, haha, we tricked you, whatever. Um, and then Annie's like, okay, let's all go into the to living room. There's cake and whatever mm -hmm. and presents and stuff. And as they go, Lucy's like, I want to talk to Dad first. Like, I have to say something to Dad yeah. first. And we get this. Happy birthday, Dad. I know what I want to be. I'm going to study theology and become a minister. Just like you. Well, I hope I'll be as good as you. I'm going to try. I found out a while ago, but I wanted to save it and give it to you for your birthday. It was either that or a tie. <laughs> it's cute. So she wants to be a minister. Well, so finally I can get it off my chest. <laughs> like, Because, mm -hmm. I mean, did you know that that's where that was going to go? No. Okay, so I've always known since, uh -huh. since before we even started this podcast that Lucy becomes a minister. Okay. So, but I've like purposely not said anything because yeah. I'm like, because I'm just like, because I, because I don't know how they ever revealed it. Like, I didn't know it was going to happen in this episode, yeah. but I knew that like it was going to be like a thing. So I was like, I'm just not going to talk about it. <laughs> like, it'll never be a thing that comes out of my mouth. And then it happened in this episode. I was like, yes, it's finally out in the open. Like, so she actually sticks to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, I don't know the journey like, I, yeah. like I don't know the timeline or any of that like but I do know at the end of the day like she is a minister interesting yeah okay so it'll be interesting to see all that unfold over the next however many well six seasons I guess yeah. oh but how many do you left do six seasons left six yeah, seven six, eight nine, nine ten, ten eleven yeah six seasons left listen to us camp guys <laughs> um so yeah, so then, so like they hug it out, it's cool, whatever, he's like, now it's like two daughters that have like ultimately surprised him today, you mm -hmm. know, um, and then she like makes him close his eyes and like leads him into the living room. Yeah. And we, the audience, get to see the living room scene before Eric opens his eyes, and as she's like walking him in, like literally the foyer in the living room is like full wall to wall like just people yeah <laughs> like insane amounts of people <laughs> in their little house like easily 80 people right yeah like easily that's what it seems like it's for in, sure like, insane how many people 
And then she, like, leads him into, like, the center of all of this and has him open his eyes, and he does. And there's all these people everywhere, and he's, like, genuinely surprised. And Annie gives a little speech about, like, you know, like, for me and our family and all the people in the community that you've, like, helped and whatever. Um, like, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. And then we get this, like, crane shot yeah. of, like, the entire living room. And that's when you see that, like, along one side of the living room, they have a band set up. Best band <laughs> in the can't, world. I can't even with this. Like, you, you guys, you guys have to understand, like, you see the band, and then we cut right back to Eric, like, starting to go around and, like, say hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. And as he does that, the fucking band starts playing. <laughs> And what are they playing? When I see their happy faces smiling back at me. Okay, that's enough of that. You guys get the point. Fucking band, which is his old band. Did you yeah. recognize them? Yeah. It's like, you know, like those guys that we met a couple of seasons ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're playing the fucking theme song. Which, like, basically busts open the entire universe of this fucking show. Like, God. like all of a sudden, the song is now, like, a meta, like, part of the fabric of the show. Yeah. Like, as if the band just made it up or something. Like, what the fuck? It's so insane. And it and it honestly, like, takes you out of the scene. Because the scene, I think, would have been stronger on its own if it was just, like, some, like, sappy, like, strings, you know? Yeah. Over Eric going and talking and, like, like, like saying hi and hugging and shaking the hands. Yeah. Of a literally... Every single person who has ever been in, a, in an episode of, of Seventh Heaven for the last ninety nine episodes, dude, it was insane. Cause it's like, like you said, it takes you out, and you're like, oh, now I'm watching the cast. Well, yeah, it all, like it really becomes this like like screw like this isn't a show. This yeah. is like a celebration of a hundred episodes. Let's just bring everybody in yeah. and like let's have just like a powwow and let's listen to the theme song. Let's talk <laughs> like, about who was there. Let's so. Uh, Hank and Julie yes. are there. Um, John, of course. John's there, of course. Um, Sergeant Michael uh-huh. makes an appearance. Freaking Andrew Keegan. <laughs> fucking Wilson, dude. Wilson, Rod, yeah. Jimmy fucking Moon. I w- Okay, okay, I need to rewatch that because for some odd reason, I think I missed Jimmy's face. Dude, I, I was, it was like, where's Waldo for he's me? He's right before... <laughs> Sergeant Michaels. Okay. And this is the problem with how this whole scene is shot is like, it's so awkward because it's like a long tracking shot basically of Eric like walking through the living room and Mm -hmm. like hugging or shaking the hands of everybody, right? But the camera barely ever finds the faces of the people because they're tracking him so much and he's in the way. So like, so like I didn't even see him hug Rod until he walks away and then I go, oh wait, that was Rod. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like they don't even take the time to like make it a big deal, you yeah, know. With, they, even like, with it's Wilson, just a tracking shot. No, even with Wilson, like you see half of his face showing because like yeah, someone else is blocking Eric it. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like it's insane. Like Jimmy Moon barely is in it because like because again, you don't even see him until he's stopped hugging him, and we're already moving past him, and it's like a blink and you'll miss it. Oh, that's Jimmy Moon and his dad. Oh, okay. And then and then Christine Lakin shows up, and then Wilson's there. And then fucking um, the guy who was hearing the voice of God, what was his name? Roy yeah. or whatever. Oh, oh. He's there. Oh, and, yeah, he, and, yeah, he, yeah. and he does one of those like finger guns like, ah, you. You know? Like. <laughs> That's who that was. Yeah. I was, was like, I'm like. so cute. I, I, I'm supposed to know this old man, but I can't remember who he is. Now, okay. There were so many people that like, I don't know them. Yeah. But like, I had to hugged. assume that they were previous guests or previous stars. Like there's this one woman he hugs and like kisses her. I'm is like, it the Asian woman? Mm, I think standing next to her. I oh, think. yes, who, who, like, pinches his cheeks. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Okay, either. okay. 
It was, bl- I, I was boggled by that one. I was like, she looks familiar, but I don't remember her from the show. Like, yeah. I don't know what her story was or yeah. whatever. And then the Asian woman's the ones from, is the one from the internment camp mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Um, I guess she's Japanese. Um, and yeah, I mean, so basically it's like, like if you were to freeze frame every moment of that scene, every single person in that room is like from a previous episode of yeah. the show. Like, and it's a pointed, like, that's on purpose kind of thing. And, like, I don't hate it. It's a pretty cool thing, I guess. I guess. But, like, what, what a weird way yeah. to end this hundredth episode. Like, it's just so weird. And then and then it and then they keep cutting to the band, like rocking out, like playing the song, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. At one point, you see Lucy is like carrying one of the twins and dancing, mm-hmm. and she's mouthing along to Seventh Heaven. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you know the song too well, Lucy. <laughs> it was really cute. And then, yeah, and then like, and then intermittent cuts to like the family in the center, like dancing around like idiots, you know, like just having a good time, whatever. It's all cool. Um,. And yeah, that's pretty much. I, I think it's just sort of like a fade out, right? Like yeah. that's how it ends, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like I think at some point Eric makes his way back to the center, and the family all just sort of like come around him and like hug him, and yeah. like that's kind of how we go out. But um, yeah, it's it, that's the hundredth episode. Like a bunch of bullshit storylines, and then an extremely meta ending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> That's this episode, guys. Yeah. Hope you liked it. <laughs> That's what we've been building to for 99 episodes. Our 100th episode was the best. It really was. <laughs> like, we timed that shit perfectly. <laughs> Our 100th worked. This one, not so much. <laughs> but, I don't know. It was a different time, I guess, in television. Like, it's there's certainly... I watch a lot of television, and I've never seen a show go that meta on their yeah. Like, usually shows will have, like, a more sort of concepty kind of, like, mm-hmm. cool episode when it's a big milestone like that. Yeah. Where, where it maybe doesn't really fit into the overall, our overall arc of a season. Yeah. But, you know, you kind of know what they're doing. But it's done usually a lot more cleverly. Yeah. This, this show one... just, like, does not know how to do it. Like, yeah. at all. Like, I'm reminded of the Friends 100th episode. Uh-huh is when Phoebe gives birth to the triplets. Yes. And that's like a big deal. And, and it, you know, and you build up to it and it becomes a part of the story and it's also a milestone mm-hmm. and it's a big deal and stuff. Like, I don't know. I wonder if they had anything, like they had an idea of what they wanted this episode to be about and then it didn't work and then this was plan B or C. Well, I would say yes to that, except that they, as unclever as it was, like, because clearly the game of this episode was like, let's just bring in every single person who's recognizable in, right? Mm-hmm. And the and at the end, they do that with everybody. But they also do that throughout like these quote-unquote bullshit storylines, like yeah. about making it about Bink and about Mike and his mom yeah. and about Mercy and Johnny and Frankie. Like, like they literally were able to like fit everybody from 99 episodes into this one mm-hmm. some way or somehow. And some got stories, and some just got a barely a cameo, you know? Like, Seriously. But, like, everybody was in it, which you got to give them props for that, I guess. Sure. It must have been hard. I mean, think about, like, scheduling and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, to pick up the phone and call everybody who's ever been on the show and be like, we need you for five minutes, you know, like, on this scene. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Is this Jimmy Moon's last episode? You're asking me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. I think I think this is the one that we were like waiting for to be the last one. Such a and letdown. A little bit, yeah. I was kind of hoping we'd get like a send off of Jimmy Moon somehow because yeah. I hated him so much. Um, and I also don't think like we're gonna see Wilson or Rod ever again. Dino was there. Dino was there. Dino and, was there. And he, yeah, she she's standing right next to Rod. 
And and they, we don't even like touch on the fact that like she came back to town for this, and like Simon doesn't even care. Like Simon, I know. Oh, I'm I mean, upset. I know. It's like why couldn't you build a Dina storyline instead of like the bullshit Frankie and Johnny, or honestly like the bullshit Mrs. Bank? You know, like give us a Dina and Simon storyline, man. That was like a real relationship we were invested in. I'm not gonna lie, my heart is a little. I'm crushed. Yeah. I'm kind of crushed. I know. It was the, yeah, like you said, it was the only love story that I was invested in. Forget Same. everybody else. Seriously. Yeah. They could have really fleshed out the Dina thing. <laughs> Big missed opportunity, Seventh Heaven. If you're listening, Brenda Hampton. You fucked up. 16 years ago, you done fucked up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really sad. I know. <laughs> okay, so let's rate this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have to go first. I'm gonna be a bitch. <laughs> Three. Me too. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> we agree that the hundredth episode was bullshit. It was. I totally gave it a three. And honestly, like two of those points is because of like how hilarious it was. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like because yeah. of how ridiculously hilarious it was. George knows that key. The cat and the monkey are under the table. <gasps> Dude, guys, I, we're probably going to repeat this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like our, our like, um, what's the callback joke? Yeah. <laughs> like, for all time. Um, okay, yeah. So, as always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. You can find us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places. Or send us an email at show at gmail.com. Mm. And I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Catch you later. When I see their happy faces smiling back at me.